0: Did you really drag me in here to listen to another one of your podcasts? Dude, you're embarrassing me from the Wizards. You want a juice box and some string cheese? <laughs> Do you really have it? Fourth wall break inside a fourth wall break. That's like 16 walls. Flawless
1: victory. Mother, what's wrong with me? Darling, I don't have to answer to you. I'm Batman. Why'd you open your bong hole, you smelly hippie? It's clobbering time. This is the men who look... Bad and Spandex? That's disgusting. Are you seriously calling it that? Very good. Okay, there's me. Yeah, yeah. There's you. <laughs> Looking like it. Real a nice little sound wave there. Hey, that's good. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Here right. the bleep we are, man. Yeah, yeah right? right? This guy. Yeah, yeah, Planet Express hat.
0: Got the best you know, hats, brother. CBS has
1: the best hats. <laughs> he's got his Hydra hat and
0: yeah, this is my favorite. Yeah, just had a lot of years in the needs a
1: hypothetical. If you're a regular person, Hydra comes a call in for you know maybe gruntman work or perhaps like I don't know, maybe in the kitchen or whatever. Do you say yes? They offer probably probably great dental. Oh, like let's man. take let's take our cue from Bob, the agent of Hydra.
0: Well, if we learn anything from Bob, it, it says you're replaceable. But I mean, they're supposed to have good dental. They are and as far are. as like health insurance. I mean, you might get dead from Nick Fury, which is a bad thing. So I don't necessarily know if. Uh, it, the, the thing is, this not their ideology whatsoever. It's more a matter of their logo looks so cool. And so because of the logo, I don't think I can prescribe to the uniforms because that green and yellow is not my but flavor.
1: Hydra matches their, your 401k, man.
0: The, even so, I mean, you have to plan ahead to have 401k then, and I'm not one of those people.
1: Dude, a cadre <laughs> of you know supervillains, I suppose, or a supervillain organization that offers a 401k – I think, you know, to take that time to know that despite the probably short-lived lifespan of their employees or however long, you know, whatever the workplace lifespan is, I'm surprised that they offer that because it feels like they'd be in a highly competitive market offering, you know, just life insurance and that's about it. But, you know, it's like retirement. They're like, hey... (laughs) put it away with hydra i can i'd like to see like the pitch i want to see like the pr video of like hydra you know the tgi fridays like welcome to tgi fridays thanks for investing in the company not only are you investing in the company you're investing in yourself <laughs> You know it, I don't know if you've ever worked for any corporation oh, yeah. okay no, i
0: have yeah, done my fair share in corporate America what, yeah uh, the uh, the videos that promote... the
1: homogenization right right the uh, you yeah. know the sterilization of kind of everything the neutering of spirit to create uh conformed products because people like to be comfortable and not only what they buy but they eat they consume they all that sure. stuff
0: yeah no, it's it's I mean there are a batch of different videos so back in my Previous life, pardon um, me. Running, Go ahead. Uh, running a part of a call center. Oh,
1: there you was work a batch a call of call center.
0: Yeah, there was a batch of a, There was one particular video which was that had to do with the fish market, and the video itself was actually really great. Yeah, and it was a matter of selling the idea of how you can be interconnected with the workplace, and even if you don't care about the workplace, this is how you're supposed to fit into the system. And it was really motivational. It was great. I, I can't remember what the name of the video was. I wish I did. I would tell you. Uh, but as far as the world's concerned, I mean, there's differences between videos like that versus videos that are like, this is why you should join the team. And like most of those, they play over a computer now. But, you know, as far as a thing, back in the old days, and they put you in the back closet at the uh, whatever facility yeah. you're at. And yeah, put the, watch the training videos. The TV in, and they're like, here's the tape, play tape one, play tape two, then yeah. come see me. yeah. And you're like, uh, okay.
1: And those fabricated, uh, strangely awkward settings that those actors were paid to do in those situations. Oh, sure. The the canned dialogue. Can you imagine getting a script for a training video for, like, the back of the house at a franchise restaurant? It's just <laughs> I mean,
0: horrible. I mean, it's work. So, I mean, yeah. There are a few celebrities that have actually done those. Man, there's one that's I, – I can't remember who it was.
1: It's like the Captain America PSA after – Yeah, same idea. What was that one? Was that Spider-Man? Yep. Captain America in detention. So you got detention.
0: Right. At the end of the movie, this thing, to prove there was no point to wait, was pretty funny. I can
1: see that. Captain America. Uh, Captain America can be a company man, but... You know, when it comes to filming PSAs for kids across America, you know Captain's going to step right up.
0: Oh, of course. yeah,
1: He's going to be in every cheesy after-school special that he can be. Well,
0: he's got the kids' best interest in mind. Oh, so, yeah. of course.
1: Those always do. But as like students of reality, I think children know when they're being sold a product bunkly. Like, the product's not bunk. But they're like, this isn't how it happens. Right. No one, you know, comes up to you in a trench coat and says, psst. Would right. you like to buy some drugs? Yeah. That's usually not how it happens. Right. And I think no, no. kids are smarter than what we give them credit for. I mean, you would hope so. I mean, you yeah. I definitely hope so. Really, I'm, not, I'm kind
0: of betting on it, banking on it. Uh, right. No, Hopefully, no, yeah. right? Yeah, no, right. No, 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 no. Yeah. You know, I think it depends on the kid. It's sure. one of those things, nature versus nurture and right. whatnot, as far as a instillment. I and mean, you can only give them as much faculties as you can give them. But as far as a the thing, they're receiving it. Not all kids are created equal, just like people. Yeah, you know, right. Without the sheep, there's no herd. Is that a saying? It should be.
1: I don't think it'd go good on like a t-shirt. A I think sticker. it'd be misread. I think the that'd t-shirt. be a great sticker.
0: Be mis- misread, There's misunderstood. no There's
1: no herd without the sheep. I mean, it's true. Uh yeah, it's very lying. true.
0: You know what I mean? It's very true.
1: It sounds like something somebody who would definitely buy a bumper sticker would say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't buy bumper stickers, so sayings in general, I think, are just that. But you know, I guess in the end, if I, if if it was a good job and I really didn't know what it was, and you know, what do they say? Like at the what's in the fine print of the Hydra contract you sign? You right. Know? I mean, that's a good question. Right? I mean, there's
0: a there's a book that was. So other than Hydra Bob, which you know became the psychic of Deadpool, yeah, which is a totally different life because at that point he's not really working for Hydra anymore, mm-hmm. but it's a namesake, so again, right. he has the suit. Uh, but there's Hank of Hydra, there was a one shot, uh, I want to say it was drawn by Amanda Connor, pretty yeah. sure, classic
1: stuff, right there, and it was
0: about exactly that. I mean, that's where a lot of the uh, dental plan and he would hit. So, he, his him and his wife he'd come home from work, and he's like, all right, Nick Fury today, and she's like, "Great, did you get steaks?" And he's like, "Ah," uh. and then they had to take the kids to soccer, and it turns out that on the same soccer team is a batch of shield agents that he was just fighting earlier the next, the previous day. So both fathers on opposite great. sides. It was great. It's it was just an like an like, awesome one shot
1: suburban, suburban area. That's I, so I, good. You know, I couldn't
0: really tell where they, they even said the where it was said, but it was a one shot, nice. yeah. um, and it was great.
1: Always been fascinated with that aspect of superhero life. Like, you know, does, does Hawkeye shower every four days? I feel like it's probably a negative. <laughs> I mean, like somebody brushing their teeth. This is a thing, brushes teeth, yeah. his teeth made out of rock. It's not like, you know, Brody from Mall Rats Questions. I'm not obsessed with those types of superhero aspects, sure. you know. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I'm just, it with the idea of, yeah, does, does Reed Richards like coach his kids' soccer game? Does he have to tell Franklin and not, you know, teleport the ball into the net? Because I mean, he's, he's an omnipotent so. god, that
0: kid with all his powers is just MacGuffin all day long. He is the MacGuffin. I mean, or he's, or he's, with, uh, Galactus. So I mean, there's that. I
1: don't know, man. It's, if we're talking to, uh, MacGuffins, my friend, I'm, I'm kind of fond of one of the most uh, just dead on, ham-fisted representations of the MacGuffin that I've recently seen: James Cameron's Unobtainium from Avatar. <laughs> right. You just want to yell out the name, unobtainium, huh? So it's hard to get, right? Yeah, the ultimate yeah. MacGuffin. saw it was... it. saw the way of the water when it came out uh, two nights ago. Yeah, it was, it was good. A couple nights ago, yeah.
0: Visuals are great, and I have seen it also.
1: It was great. Story wise, yeah, I don't know, man. I didn't really see a lot of differentiation from what you know the superhero studios are doing, man. I mean, big bombastic visuals and story, kind of, you know, I guess second.
0: I mean, I don't know. My, my When it comes to that movie, it is visually really pretty. But at the end of it, I said, oh, that was a cool documentary about something I don't even understand. <laughs> so, like, as a, as a thing, it's not that I didn't understand the story. By it's watching
1: a movie or National Geographic?
0: Because it is like that. Half the movie is exploration. It is. So when it comes to a second viewing, I don't necessarily feel like it has that because all the movie is about exploring and learning. So, like, once you've learned all those things, there's nothing else to learn. So unlike right. other movies and it's not the visuals that aren't entertaining cuz the visuals visuals are great. Just like just like before, but like you said there's things that happen that are like the reason this character's there so that that way there's a character to fight. Yep. That's why they're there. That's there. Uh okay. So Completely. Movie Quaritch. 3. I'm really surprised that they didn't back to the future th- to it and have a preview for movie 3 In at news. the end of movie yeah. 2. Yeah. Because if they were if you if he was smart and a grand. He already he has, shot it all. He exactly. And he has said that if this one doesn't make the money then we're not gonna release it the same way, which does make sense, but that's all a studio right. choice.
1: I, I think that's more Cameron being yeah, Cameron it and is, 100%. trying to drum up the idea that his product is something completely new, completely different. You know, his like uh Avant-garde style, when especially when it comes to technology that Hollywood uses, has always been uh, envelope pushing. He is, I think he considers himself an auteur in the way of, like, he's pushing cinematic technology in the way no one else does. So when you kind of assume that mantle for yourself, and he has not only with Titanic. I think he did with Aliens. I think he did with uh, uh, Terminator 2. Sure. But that kind of, like, look what I can do like mentality and you know you see it and when he has it going you know on all fire and all cylinders i think you get a movie like t2 you get a movie like aliens you get a movie like titanic when oh man you have a whole decade almost 2 or sorry sorry almost one and a half 13 years of conditioning an audience to expect this type of thing. Yeah, Steve, what is the difference? We are watching a documentary. (laughs) No one can tell the difference. Like, that could have been an episode of something on Disney Plus divided up into two episodes on National Geographic. It's a great point when you put it like that because of the way he shot it just to prove what he was doing to it for us, right? Right. This is how good this can look. Okay, great. I mean, four kids... I, I don't really care if one dies, I, you know. The whole idea of Korich being the enemy—no real substance to a lot of that. Just kind of fillers, little plugging in the holes, and being like, "Oh yeah, you recognize the names, great." Oh, by the way, Sigourney Weaver is in it again. Why? No one knows. That's all
0: sequel crap. Okay, right.
1: All right. Can we get like one, like Milkbone? Can you throw us
0: one? It's why Trick. why we needed a. To be continued at the end or right. not even it to be continued, just a preview for the next series. Right. The next movie's uh teaser, mm-hmm. if you would, original Back to the Future 2 stuff. <laughs> where we see Marty in his crazy cowboy uniform pulling the DeLorean with horses and you're like, What is going on? This is crazy. And you're like, I can't wait for the next movie. And then ten years later you finally get it and you're like, that was just amazing.
1: Did all you like Number Three? Did you like yeah, you know, Future? I Futures? like all the Back
0: to the Futures, man. Like there's <laughs> even even the cartoon series that happened for a while, fan of. Do you not the best animation, but a fan. Do you
1: own a pair of, like, HyperFlight Dunks, the ones no. that tie
0: themselves? Those things are just out of my... No. No, no, no.
1: I thought the hoverboard scene was one of the coolest things I'd ever seen on, oh, yeah. uh, on a screen ever.
0: Oh, it was fantastic.
1: It was. That whole scene.
0: All of yeah, that, all, all that stuff with them connecting the boards and the connected boards is a little much. But at the same time, it made sense at the time.
1: Well, you know, I remember it being very prevalent in, in my house because we were in Chicago and they had the Cubs winning the World Series. Oh, yeah. And Back no, to the yeah, Future. Yeah. And that was that was big. <laughs> there, was, there was some endearment, I think, there.
0: Well, sure. Right. As far as the things, I mean, I don't know. that All all those movies, I think, are fantastic. Mm-hmm. As far as things, I mean, there's things in there that are questionable, but not like – questionable the same way other stuff is.
1: Michael Fox. Michael J. Fox. I I don't buy him as a teenager.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> I know man. he's not a very large man. I'm just like, this This guy looks like he's already 35.
0: Oh, man. Yeah. You know, I never really had a problem with that part as far as a thing, but of course, I mean, I was a kid watching it initially, so...
1: Oh yeah, there was no
0: watching with nostalgia glasses on doesn't change the There that was for no me.
1: questioning for me either of the authenticity of his age. I you know, it wasn't until way later that you learn that all those beautiful Netflix teenagers are played by twenty seven year olds who've been working working out nothing but their stomachs. Right. You know, and their headshots for the last, you know, however many years. <laughs> it's very funny it's kind of a very funny Hollywood trope because you look at it and you say, Man, how do I look like that when I'm in high school? And this is like setting up an entirely unobtainable image. But, All right. Yeah, I mean, no. I, I when I was a kid watching that, and it was, it was great. It's like I, I totally believed that that guy was a high schooler. I totally believe that Beverly Hills 90210 people, they were fresh out of high school. (laughs) I totally believe that the Melrose Place people were, you know, young 20 somethings in just, you know, torrid emotional affairs with each other throughout, uh, I guess, their time at the pool in their apartment complex in. California, Southern California?
0: <laughs> that's where it's supposed to be, yeah. Yeah,
1: I don't know if you were uh, like uh, 90s, what do you call it, dramedies? What was those, serial dramas? I remember
0: them being on, but I didn't really watch a lot of that stuff. Right. Like, I remember them being a thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I remember always being like, oh, Luke Perry, why don't you do some more Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Oh, God,
1: that's such a good, I so love him. As love Pike. that movie. It's so good. So good as Pike. Dave yeah. Arquette's in that, Donald Sutherland's in that, Christy Swanson is looking absolutely wonderful.
0: Oh yeah, no, no. The, the movie is uh, Ben Affleck's one of his first. Yeah. Roles. No, we
1: have uh, yeah. we have given that movie its just due on this podcast. It's the the men who look bad in spandex podcast. By the way, hey, the end of season two, Steve. It's been fun, man. Been a good uh, good year. We're gonna get into number three, of course, uh, by the time January rolls around and more when we get back to uh, all the normalcy of whatnot. But yeah, man, two two seasons in, yeah. feels pretty good.
0: Good stuff, man. Shout
1: out to everybody who's listening out there. We appreciate you for doing that oh, as yeah, for well. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's super nice of you. Whether you pick it up on Spotify, uh, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get it. Maybe you're listening on 931magic.com. That's pretty fantastic. Yeah, man. Just uh, another, another great year for comic books in general, another great year for the entertainment that kind of surrounds that entire industry, man. And now we wrap it up with... Um, I guess, jeez, big, huge, huge bomb of uh, James Gunn being in the D.C. There's no more movies coming out this year as far no. as Marvel goes. Yeah. But, um, you know, in the whole world, there's kind of it's kind of like, I guess, representative of a gap that they're bridging. I've seen it in the comics, Marvel, and I've seen it in all the uh, cinematic stuff. Feels like they're building that bridge piece by piece to the next whatever. I saw the previews for Quantumania. Looks good, looks fun. Oh,
0: yeah, 100%.
1: Looks like it's going to be great. I'm going to give it... I think I should probably be giving more credit than I already am.
0: It looks awesome. Like, the uh, the effects in the, just the first trailer are so good.
1: Yeah, it looks good. And, it's like,
0: fun. when it comes to casting, I mean, Paul Rudd can't lose at this point. Like, he's just doing so well. And that guy is great. So when it comes to, like, movies, interesting to do Kang. And I like the peppering of him in, in the uh, Loki show, so at least he started someplace and now we're moving into the bigger picture for him. And like the stuff, the recasting, of the daughters, whatever. I mean, I, I think the actress is just fine. I think it's an age thing. So she looks the proper age for the part. Mm-hmm. Um, another character that's young Avengers. If we ever get there, which I do think that's where they're heading. Uh, as far as like setup for things. I love the other two Ant-Man movies. Even if, even if it took a minute for them to get their ball rolling. Yeah. Uh, as far as the uh, sidekicks, I really hope we get to see at least, The three again, I mean, T.I. and Michael Pena. David
1: Dawson. Dawson Motion, I think is how you say it. Polka Dot Man. Polka Dot Man, yes. Yeah, all three of those guys. All three of them are great. They're They're just awesome.
0: I I
1: enjoy all when all three of them are on screen. Oh, yeah. Any one of them, they're, they're very good, Yeah.
0: No, they're fantastic. Cool. Is
1: like that, that's almost a trademark of those movies, his story delivery.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%.
1: Yeah, man. That, that guy's become a character all on his own.
0: I feel like half the time it's how my brain fills. It's, <laughs> it's well, crazy.
1: Steve, I will say, you tell stories like that. <laughs> it's a long and winding and very entertaining affair that if you're... Willing to follow all the way down the rabbit hole, you'll find that carrot and then be like, Oh, okay, there it is. And I'm sure people have experienced it right here on this podcast. Uh, probably, yes, sir. But
0: I think that was 30 no Quantum looks back. great.
1: Now, you know what? It's it a problem. Um, and I got it's, it's slipping my mind right now, but the other movie that's coming out and it has the ultra humanite in it. Is oh, that what he is, he looks like Kang. Um, yeah, I was like, That's not Kang, is that the humanite? It's um, what are they putting that in? Uh, is it a mm-hmm. show?
0: I don't, really? I don't remember. I remember seeing the clip of it. I saw I don't the don't clip, too. It was. Uh,
1: they did the preview right before Mania for The Way of Water, when I was watching Way of Water. Man, look at us. Look at us, professional podcasters yeah, about this stuff. I can't stuff. remember.
0: can't remember what that is. It's not Guardians, although Guardians trailer looks really sad and fantastic. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, I don't remember what that Are is. Are you uh,
1: putting bets on who's dying? Are they going to kill uh, Drax just to give, you know?
0: You know, so, so they don't have to replace him?
1: maybe they're not to replace him because I, mean, I know Batista's done everybody yeah, else is in
0: want to be out everybody else is in I think when it comes to uh, okay so if you haven't seen the trailer this is a spoiler for the trailer but it's not a spoiler for the movie because we haven't seen the movie yet I think there's too much rocket for it to be rocket but because Batista's already want to be done which I mean it makes sense it is what it is I think more likely it's Drax but it could be Drax and Mantis
1: yeah, you it know, could be both of them. Groot, Groot's off limits. He already died,
0: right? Obviously, yeah, be Peter Quill
1: also kind of quasi already died.
0: Uh, yeah, right? well, I mean, when it comes to like
1: Yondu, is dead.
0: Well, yeah, when it comes They're to characters, they fade away either. everybody with the fade away. But as far as the return of things, I think uh, only because Chris Pratt has managed to still be Star Lord without being Chris Hemsworth physically. I don't necessarily think that's a problem.
1: Wait, okay, wait a minute. Now, let me see if I can unpack that statement. Because <laughs> he's not Chris Hemsworth or you the well, movie the, like, one. the dynamic between them.
0: No, no. So Because
1: uh, the Guardians were completely wasted was in Thor loose, Love and Thunder. Loose,
0: uh, okay, so so what I mean with that is uh, so in movie 1 Chris Pratt is jacked. Oh. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they have that like shot is, of uh, him getting that orange juice is, shower. Very impressive. Uh, since then, he's more normal Chris Pratt. And now, granted, he does get to wear a jacket and he doesn't have to run around, you know, in the same way poor Hugh Jackman and those that decide to do that do. But as a thing, he's managed to be the same superhero without having the same requirements like, like Dave Batista. Now, whether he's been taking steroids his whole life or not, I don't really know. Oh, okay. I don't know enough about that to know that, but I know that for Drax, especially when he's shirtless Drax, there's an expectation that is of the physical body for him to look the way he looks. Mm-hmm. And they can add, you know, fake muscles to Chris Hemsworth for Thor all day long, but the <laughs> man still has the same stature and he, or he has this shape to him. So, like, as far as a thing... I mean, I guess it's poking fun at Chris, but not, not meaning you,
1: to. You just, like, you you appreciate the fact that, he, like, he's kind of an everyman? Because Peter yes. Quill wouldn't be totally no. ripped, I don't think, completely.
0: I mean, he wouldn't be out totally of shape because he's running around as a pirate in space. Yeah. But at the same time, he really is an everyman. Yeah, And so, like, I think that, as a thing, works really good for that character. And with the Guardians, the way they have it built right now, I can see the Guardians moving forward as a franchise with circa... Only three members, and if one of them is not Peter Quill, who is the main character, then it would be harder for it to make any sense. Yeah.
1: I can see. I can see that. Definitely, kind of keeping him out of the whole kill or not. The, right. Having our own like MCU Deadpool here, it's fun for the Guardians Volume oh, yeah. Three. I mean, as well, far
0: well, as three, if there was going to be three deaths. I'd say Mantis. Yeah, what a little way, right? Because
1: like, Gamora. If you kill any of those people that you mentioned, you know Peter Quill, you do Gamora, you do Nebula, you do any of that, I think.
0: I mean Nebula is on the table. It's redundant.
1: I, I don't it think it's so. redundant. I don't think so. Her connection not only to what happened last time, but also the forward thinking of the MCU as a very integral female part. I don't think that she would be killed. And besides, she's hard to kill. Nebula is straight oh, that's true. hard to kill because of her repair uh, re, re, kind of repair power, but I think yeah, Drax. It's got to be Drax. I, I don't know. I'm sure it'll surprise us. James Gunn will definitely surprise us. I do hope we see Cosmo
0: in yeah, number three I a little so. bit more
1: because yeah. the holiday special was a lot of fun. Right. Lots of fun. That's very very cool. We'll see if that happens. Um, I don't know. I'm very interested in Gamora's arc, uh, in number three. Very much so because of where she came from, you know. Because she's already died. She's already come back. She is post-Blip, you know, she didn't even get involved in it, but her entire... Well, this particular version of her is an yeah, entirely different version. so, I mean, you already with. have a death and rebirth, right? So I wonder what that rebirth, where is it going to take her? And, yeah, you know, the entire, entirely different version of Thanos has already been killed, so will there be multiversal implications with Gamora because of her origin, or will she perhaps... Fill a void, will there be more attention to the quill Gamora love story? I think there's a lot of origin of Rocket. Groot already died. Don't don't worry about Groot Groot's, Groot's right. an immortal yeah, yeah. son of a gun. Awesome. Right? I mean, I'm jealous of Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> right? Disney he just gets so many credits on so many things and Disney just keeps paying him and he just keeps Cashing and checks and making terrible Fast and Furious movies.
0: Oh, my gosh, man. Come on.
1: <laughs> they, they
0: are superheroes now. and Those things are entertaining. They
1: are. They're entertaining. No, They're
0: absolutely right. They drive they cars went to space. on the side of mountains. Space, man. I know. They,
1: they like to have car nunchucks with like a helicopter oh, that's, that's pivot points. No, I understand what they're doing is fantastic. I just think Dominic Toretto wouldn't ever, ever. Anyway, I guess... Yeah, I'll suspend, dis- I'll, I'll suspend my disbelief <laughs> in there. Of Dominic Toretto being able to mastermind some sort of family that becomes this important and integral to not only the federal enforcement of so many different laws in so many different places to then becoming a bad guy and then coming back to it. You know, the arc, the Dominic Toretto story arc is improbable. I'll, I'll give you the it's circle. improbable. The circle
0: there is a little rough. But the, it's one of those things. They're just like the Suicide Squad. To whichever group they're working for, regardless if they're working for uh, uh, Kurt Russell or if they're working for anybody else. So just like the Suicide Squad.
1: Yeah, well, if you're a fan, uh, I'm actually a gamer fan. If you're if you can, gaming, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League oh, yeah, yeah. is on the way, which looks very, very poignant. I know you're not a huge gamer, Steve, but that looks like a lot of fun. I know it's built with, I think, the Rock, uh, the Rocksteady people and the same engine that does like what's behind Gears of War and... Um, Gosh, did they do the Marvel Avengers game, the Square Enix Marvel Avengers game? But I do know that's going to be fun. You get to play as the Suicide Squad in an open-world format in a third-person kind of beat em up brawling right kind of thing. That'll be cool. I know if you enjoyed the Marvel Avengers game from Square Onyx the last two or three years, you'll probably enjoy that. That's much anticipated. Just a little side note for gamers out there.
0: Yeah, no, the visuals for it look really cool. Like, the trailers they were putting out even a year ago were great. Yeah. So...
1: Whatever they build, I think it'll be fun. It'll be fantastic. Not a lot of subject. Not a lot of love as far as that subject matter going in the video game. You know, you usually get Batman video games, and those Batman video games are great. Right. Some of the best ever made. So, you know, if the Rocksteady people can do what they did uh, for the Suicide Squad when it came to, you know, what they did with Batman Arkham Asylum and all that stuff, that'll be a really good game. Should do very well. Yeah. That game actually, I think, some people actually take that as the authentic version of Batman. It's wild because of how well it's done. Steve. Right. Have you played it at all?
0: Oh, yeah. The first two? Yeah. Yeah. Even Ooh. the even the uh, Origins one, which my only real – I give it to a different company that did it and they try to make it look like their game and that's fine, whatever. My real problem with Origin is that when you started, you had all these weapons that in the first game you had to learn how to use and find and unlock. And in that game, they're like, oh, no, you just have all of them at the beginning because continuity, bleh. I'm like, come on, Really? Really, this is an origin game. What well, are you doing?
1: I've had I've played Ooh. some Gotham Knights. Is this some previous? Oh, yeah, yeah. that looks pretty good too. It's very very fun. With you know the focus on the bad family and then the actual Batman because right. as you're talking about the last one he did in Arkham Knight he did perish. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's the whole plan. Then it's a it's a pretty cool universe in itself, man.
0: It right, really well, is. And like that one actually has a uh, compendium or a uh, compilation. Not compilation. What is it when it goes along with something else? Complementary? Nope, that's not Adaptation. right. No, because not of
1: Novelization, it.
0: not no. It goes along with, as in, adds to Com- companion. Companion. That's what I wanted. It was okay. as new yeah. as a c yeah. word. Yeah. So companionship to it. There's a comic book. that's right. a Gotham Knights. Uh, oh gosh, Gotham Knights something. Yeah, I don't remember the rest of it.
1: It Looks good. Yeah, it looks good. It's 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 fun, and I think DC had a nice little nice little thing there put on display, cool. and you will know, make money off of. I'm, What else are you going to do, you know? Right, right. They definitely have Marvel there. I mean, although, if you're still talking video games, the recent stuff of Marvel, Snap, the mobile card game.
0: Very popular. It's been huge. So fun.
1: They also came out with Midnight Suns, which is a uh, RPG of sorts. That's cool. Yeah, so that's cool. I think the best Marvel game ever made was Ultimate Alliance.
0: Oh, sure. The top-down yeah, yeah. scrolling I that. beat yeah,
1: them up yeah. A lot of fun. Friends, fun with friends. And you're just like, oh, we are the Avengers. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was pretty damn cool. You got an all-time favorite superhero video game?
0: Oh, man. I don't know. I always used to like the standing arcade Avengers game. I mean, I know it's... Eight bit.
1: The white vision. Nice. Yeah. Throwback, eight bit. It had Hawkeye, Cap, Iron Man, and Vision. Yep. Great stuff. We were just talking game. about the stand up X Men arcade they were, cabinet, yeah, yeah,
0: that's right.
1: Which is just absolutely fantastic. I keep seeing it in my Instagram feed. Follow Steve, Top Five Comics, C B S, uh, on Instagram. I am at axe underscore Ryan, if you want to hit us up. We got more content there. Um, yeah, I keep seeing it on my Instagram feed. Dude, you can buy a replica cabinet.
0: Right, I've seen those guys. Man,
1: he's got four, too. They can do the Turtles, the Ninja Turtles right. one.
0: the four player game also. Yeah, great. yeah.
1: Man, such... remember trying to beat Baxter Stockman like with all the Chuck E. Cheese coins. Oh
0: my gosh. Oh, yeah.
1: baby. <laughs> that was good. Then Bebop and Rocksteady, and then successfully. And then you had Kang, or was it Krang? What was Krang. the name of his robot?
0: Krang. Oh, the robot. Well, Crane was the brain.
1: And then Shredder, and then Super Shredder, and then Shredder, Super Shredder.
0: Super Shredder. And yep. then
1: they did Turtles in Time, which was just... Mm. It was entirely- Those were good days. Those were heady days, Steve. Those were good times, man. So if anybody out there is listening and wants to give me a Christmas present, it's obviously going to be the stand-up arcade <laughs> cabinet for the X-Men. Oh,
0: man. Uh, that's awesome. I mean, I just
1: bought that... That, that figurine from you, man, Oh yeah, yeah. that was That's the right. reason I bought it, the Colossus yeah. figurine, because it had the classic deep V, red, yellow, oh, yeah. it's the old school. It's old school figure. with the yeah. osmium skin going on, the organic metal. Heck yeah. Yeah, dude. Dazzler was in that game. Jeez, bro. Dude, there's like a bunch of cannons. up in dude. It, man.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Magneto, purple and red Magneto was in that oh, yeah. bad
0: boy. Back when he stole a bad guy.
1: Oh, yeah. He was a good bad guy. Oh, yeah. Like Juggernaut, you had Pyro, you had the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Oh yeah, you had Savage, you had Sauron.
0: Oh gosh, that's right. Soron was in that, pterodactyl Man.
1: The, yeah, the 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 psychic vampire.
0: Heck yeah. P- well, P- like the pterodactyl. The, guy. All that eighties or that what was it? The 80, 89 X Men cartoon. So many pieces that were the same characters. Like,
1: well, it was. I, I don't know if it was a tie in, but they. Oh had no, they elements. were not the same story,
0: but they, they character elements. wise. They're all characters from the comic books, just like that show tried to do. Yeah, I think it was '89. It was the '80s, whatever it was. I don't remember what year that thing was, to be honest. Right. We're supposed to be getting another season of it, I guess, still through Disney Plus at some point. So that'll be cool. I
1: I, I hope, hope so. The yeah, the X Men '99. Yep. Yeah, that'll be great. Um, you know, I'm. I don't know. It's, it was in uh, Multiverse of Madness. The theme song. Da-da-da-da-da. Yeah, yeah. they When I uh, saw Professor a did this yep. chair thing, I was stoked to see the yellow chair, man. I was like, that's so cool.
0: Oh no, yeah, as, yeah. yeah. As far as getting to appear in a movie, finally, I, yeah, mm-hmm. man. When well, they use the, uh, they use the sound bit again and come in the Miss Marvel show. That's right. So when
1: she said that she was a mutant or whatever yeah, was that at the, the end,
0: the, yeah, yeah, yeah the, I don't remember. Yeah, the boyfriend's like, when you, you're a mutant, and it's like, and like <laughs> yeah. She's like, cool. Let's go do something else, and he's like. Okay. You want to make out?
1: <laughs> that would have been e- even blah, blah, blah.
0: funnier if that was the case.
1: Yeah, that's what I was Man. hoping would happen right there. But I don't think Disney Plus is looking to push that type of thing.
0: Yeah, you know.
1: Uh, dude, when when your only, like, intimate scene is what happened in The Eternals, your priority is not that. You're no, not really telling true. a story that involves that in anything.
0: Right.
1: Right? I mean, the, the most salacious you're going to get is, like, you know, Scott Lang and Hope Van Dyne Kissing under the fireworks. Right.
0: Well, let the two of them, you know, be co parents to his uh, daughter. That's a whole family I'm dynamic. Okay with it's it. the most I'm okay with it. family dynamic of any of those movies, actually.
1: I was so. Save Hawk Hawkeye show. I was I, so <laughs> <Saver Hawkeye laughs> My family's show. watching Lost, and all I'm thinking is like, that's Wasp. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, that's <laughs> funny. Really, right. right I'm yeah. Like,
1: that's Wasp. Is there anybody <laughs> <laughs> else in the MCU? No, that guy's in Lord of the Rings, though.
0: <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I mean,
1: is it Dominic Moynihan? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't ever have a desire though. Like some people want that, like want that a lot, right? Probably because it adds a touch of reality to that. I mean, human behavior. You're in close proximity to somebody. You work with somebody. You might become attracted to them. So I think audiences like to see that. Yeah, superheroes are just like us. They do date within the workplace, and when it goes wrong, it goes wrong right you know you've heard so the saying you don't dip your pen in company ink
0: right. right
1: and then when you see that playing out on a comic book uh, screen or a page i think you're like oh this is great even heroes are idiots about this like the thor she-hulk uh uh romance i thought was one of my favorite uh versions of that recently in the oh whose run of avengers was that
0: oh man i don't i think remember. i think
1: Dio... i think yeah, it was a diodato no it wasn't diodato that was art it was uh, mcginnis Ed McGinnis was doing the oh, art. Oh, that's was right. Ed was drawing it. Yeah, Ed was drawing it. Yeah, yep. was drawing it. I forget. yeah She-Hulk. Uh, Wasp was on there. Thor, uh, after, I think. I think he had his... He had Mjolnir back, but it was after the uh, original Sin and then the Mighty Thor run. Right. He had his arm, but he had Mjolnir back. He had his metal, metal arm. arm. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Gotta have to look that up. That was fun. That was a good time. Right. I think it was
0: during the 2018 X-Men run. Or not, X-Men Avengers run. Yeah. So that's actually one that's still going on right it now. is still going yeah, on. that is. was the beginning yeah. of
1: it. that wasn't yeah yeah that was when oh that was tied into if you're she hulk fan the immortal series oh yeah yeah tied into uh the below one below all really really interesting stuff about how gamma radiation kind of unlocked deep levels of
0: some really crazy existence stuff there like planar wise yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff in the Immortal Hulk that was really crazy.
1: Really crazy, yeah. yeah. That was
0: that Peter David. That was Peter no, David. um, oh man, the name is there in my head, but I, I'm having trouble remembering who it is. That's bad too. Oh man, it's not Donnie Cates. It's him and Donnie Cates traded books for a minute. Uh,
1: was it Greg? Was it Greg pack
0: No, um, Al Al Ewing. Is that right? Well, Ed. I've heard
1: of Al Ewing, so I know what he.
0: I think that's the right name, actually. You know, I don't remember now. That's a uh, that's the thing you gotta Google because I can't remember.
1: Well, you know what? I tell you what. If you're interested, go to Top Five Comics. You'll find the man at First and Orchard, right above Cameo Hairstyling Salon. In no. the Hillcrest Plaza.
0: I'll look it up for you to make sure.
1: Yeah, you will. He's I'm, pretty sure it's He's I'm pretty sure it's L. Ewing. I'm pretty sure that's who it
0: is. Pretty sure.
1: I was actually in there the other day, and he was looking up for something for some guy. I forget what it was, but it was mm. incredibly obscure, but you were still <laughs> looking it up, and I'm like, this poor fella. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got the connections. You're the man with the long trench coat hanging out, you know. <laughs> Say, know. hey, man, you want to buy a first edition, right? You know, you're the guy. <laughs>
0: man. I'm the one that they warned you about in the PSAs. For comic books. For comic books. Come on. For comic books. Man. Nice it's man not, it's gave not the me same. a comic book today, not the same. mother. It's not
1: the same. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. You're you're great, Steve. You're great. You're not creepy at all. Oh, man. You're not creepy at all, man. Well,
0: depends who you ask, I guess.
1: Uh, well, I, you know, I mean, just because you hang out in an upstairs loft with a bunch of boxed books all day it doesn't make you a shut-in. Nor, no. a, nor a pariah.
0: I don't. I don't think so.
1: No, man. You know. You know how to socialize. That's you, true. You keep. Man. You can keep the conversation going with the best of them, man.
0: I can go and do things. Yeah, you, know.
1: you can do stuff and things. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Yeah. I mean, you got <laughs> me two great figures. Those were amazing. That Better A Bill figure was.
0: So, oh, so oh. good. Yeah, the Marvel Select. So Better Bill. good. The
1: Select series. So good. Yeah. It's are
0: great. Uh, Your Better so... A Bill lover. It is fantastic.
1: I mean, how many points of articulation? I'm not going to open the oh, box, gosh. but God, man, I can I... just think about how fun it would be to open the box. Takes me back to the days when I used to open boxes yeah. and like set up giant uh, action figure wars. You did that, right? Tell me you did that. I mean, that. yeah, of course. I'm not the only one doing that, right? No. I got like the like the I don't know like one like henchman from the ph- phalanx fighting like Thanos. I got like Jean Grey versus like uh who, who was it? Like Catwoman, man. It was great, and they're oh, yeah. all over shelves and books. We take pictures. Yeah. Oh
0: yeah, man. Yeah. When it comes to when it comes to uh, action figure display and whatnot, I mean, I, I, I at one point in time, I was, I was way more into that.
1: I used to have a thing, Thunder Punch action. had a Hulk with Thunder Punch action. It's probably the same mold, to be honest. Right. That the Marvel Select series was using. <laughs> but I totally bought all of those.
0: You know, I think somewhere I still have a Build-A-Figure. No, I do. I do. And I think I actually know where it is. Um, and it is on technically a shelf. A Build-A-Figure um, version of the Sentinel from the Marvel Legends series, who has a Cyclops tendriled up and holding him upside down?
1: Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's
0: pretty fantastic.
1: That's good. I'm actually um, still trying to complete my uh, Age of Apocalypse series. Oh man, I have X. I have X-Man. I have Wolverine with one hand. Yeah, the claws that come out of the stump. I have the Jean Grey with short hair and that like kind of mark cool, on her eye. Yeah, yeah, face tattoo. I have Cyclops with one eye as well. Um, oh man. I I have a Holocaust. He wasn't called Holocaust. He's now Nemesis now. No. yeah. He well, was called it, Holocaust back then. That's
0: what the name was in the comic books. And then when they got to the toys, they're like, ah, we probably shouldn't put Holocaust right. on a figure in and a I store. And I understand why. I get that. It, I understand yeah, why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: but I'm looking for uh, Age of Apocalypse Sunfire. If I ever see one, I'll probably oh, snatch it up. That was my favorite version of Sunfire. Sure. One of the coolest versions of Sunfire ever. The original one in the X-Men built uh, and designed by Claremont and Byrne was cool, but his costume was a little too like a mixture of like a homage, I think, to Imperial Japan. Sure. And then some sort of kinda like he looked like a lucha luchador. <laughs> but Japanese. And I know the Japanese <laughs> love their professional wrestling, but Right. When they did the Age of Apocalypse version of him, I gained a ton more respect because of how cool, just how cool he looked. And maybe that was the 90s kid in me, loving what the 90s superhero looked like. Sure. Because that's a pretty defined style.
0: Well, the time Mm. we had Joe Matt Herrera doing a lot of that stuff, and art wise, that guy can't be beat whether he. Joe Joe Matt's great. Just doesn't do anything in life now for books, but it's fantastic right. regardless. Yeah. He that's... actually did have a variant cover real recently on I Hate Fairyland number one. He was oh. one He was one of the variants.
1: Oh, that's cool.
0: It's it's still a cool cover. I but... Hate
1: Fairyland, huh? Oh, yeah.
0: That's good. The Return of... Uh... The Return to I Hate Fairyland. Yes. Uh... It's not actually called Return. It's just called I Hate Fairyland, but it's a return to it as a book. Uh, how is it better? To... It's volume two. Let's go with volume <laughs> two. And that way it doesn't get confused cause if you look for it, they have the same title, but you want volume... You want series two. Series two. That's how you do it.
1: Yeah, beautiful.
0: Yes, that's right. Series two. All
1: right. Well, I guess that's a good point as any in the podcast to kind of ask you, what was your favorite part of the comic book world throughout the last year, throughout twenty twenty two? Do you have a favorite? Was it Dark Crisis? Uh,
0: Dark Crisis is neat, but I don't. I wouldn't say it was a favorite. It's do you, not, it's, it's. Do you good. think it's
1: maybe more in the MC in, in kind of the on screen stuff? Um,
0: you know, when it comes to like just comic books, well, in general. Probably one of my favorite ones is Barbaric from uh, Vault Comics. And That's such a fun comic. It's awesome. It's so good.
1: I, I, I've i reread and reread that, oh, run, yeah. that run because of how just wildly entertaining it is.
0: It is 100%. I mean, it's not for all ages, but it is really good.
1: I, I, I recommend it. You got me the third. You got, he's got me volume three. Yeah, yeah I was
0: going to say. The third. Volume
1: three. <laughs> this is good, man. It's and, great. If you're a fan of any sort of thing, high fantasy, comic books, sci-fi, yeah, that's oh, yeah, a great, that's great. one. That's a, that's a good point.
0: Like that one, that one I like a lot. They're getting ready to put out the the soft cover for volume one and uh, the soft cover for volume two, actually, are yeah. both kind of come out. We're starting a another volume that's called the Barbaric Hell to Pay, I think is the title. Um, it's going to be four issues long, so yeah. it's a tiny bit longer.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, both the soft covers should release the same week, I think. It's not till into next year, which of course that makes sense because of what time it is in the world. Uh, but yeah, as far as a thing, there's more material coming from them And this next year. They're supposed to have two series that happen. So
1: very good. That very should be good. freaking
0: great because it's it's awesome.
1: Um, oh, it is so good. I mean, I'm an art guy. I love good art. It'll pull me in despite the story. And for barbaric, the fact that it's not heavy on exposition, because in a lot of different, I think some comics suffer from exposition because i'm actually i just got this book uh, a Pun- punisher omnibus oh sure from the library it's, i think it's one a jigsaw run maybe the late 90s uh, i i think i want to say no nah, i want to say no no it doesn't it's not it's not mars some anyway <laughs> art looks good you know looks great but gosh they're just cramming in dialogue you know, the the word bubbles are just right. full of things. And, you know, you like it. And if you read stuff like that and if you're into those things, it's great. Barbaric. Boom. You've got so succinct story, ideas. Everything that, you have yeah. – you know, and they're summed up well. And they, oh. tell, they tell a great story. And they, they also don't get into this rambling version of somebody trying to tell you why the Punisher is, I guess, killing mafia hitmen. <laughs> for the 17th time right. in this certain region during this time of day while the moons are in whatever alignment because of this. Yeah, so Barbaric avoids that.
0: No, no. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Michael Maurice is the guy who writes it. Nathan Gooden is the guy who draws most of it. I mean, there's one there's one-shot one that was drawn by different artists whose name I don't know, but uh, both those guys are fantastic. Yeah. So as far as things, yeah, if you're wanting stuff, is good art and good story. I mean, it, like I said, it's not for all ages, but as a thing, like... It is really pretty fantastic. Oh, yeah. So I, mean, I like that thing a lot. What um, other
1: highlights from 2022, sir, as you look back?
0: Man, I mean, our Batman stuff's been really good, regardless of who's writing. But Chip Zdarsky with the current series has been good. Um, Daredevil has been really good, which that one, if you if you go back to any of it, the Zdarsky run again is just fantastic. Um, Marco is drawing most of it, and art is beautiful. So, like, that series has been great. Um, man, pretty big deal we got Electra in a Daredevil costume. So that was part of that storyline. I
1: dig that costume. No, it's great.
0: It's so cool. Yeah. So like, that's really good.
1: It is cool. She looks great. Oh yeah. Just a great good concept. Great design.
0: Man, see so when it comes to the best stuff, I don't like all that <laughs> stuff. I like a lot. I mean, we have some pretty cool things that happen. I don't know. I guess not necessarily one particular series, but. There's, there's a whole batch of things that happened as far as concepts that were pretty cool. I mean, our Star Wars stuff has been good. I mean, it's it's Star Wars, so, I mean, you know, as long as you're a Star Wars fan. Star
1: Wars had a pretty good year. It did. Yeah, it's not too bad. Yeah, Andor, it's yeah. good good stuff. I oh, think yeah, Obi- shows, One, oh, the yeah. Obi-Wan series really kind of reignited some flame.
0: For people, some people, it did. Like, that thing, I mean, we talked about it on this show, and it's got pieces that I'm just, like, infuriated by. But as a thing, it's, it's all, like— positioning and like the way that certain things were done not necessarily the idea of it happening yeah. but as far as a, a thing i it didn't i watched all of it and i watched like watching it just fine so
1: well nostalgia i can Mission understand accomplished. i understand if you think nostalgia sometimes can be lazy sure yeah i mean they are definitely playing to those i'm familiar with this oh sure that you have inside of you and i think that's why the mandalorian is so successful I think that was why Obi-Wan was so successful. You have those characters that you're already invested in. Andor's great. Rogue One's great. They tell you a story that you're like, oh, cool. This this connects now, and I get it, and they're well done. Right. And that, but, you know, Obi-Wan fighting Darth Vader, you know, post-Mustafar. I think huge moment for people. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I think just just, just,
0: getting to see that again as a thing in general is Just, you know,
1: putting putting together for – because I believe the Star Wars universe is going to, you know, just – I almost, I was kind of thinking about this the other day, what they did animation-wise on Cartoon Network with the Clone Wars series, I think they're going to try to replicate with Disney+, Plus, but they're going to do it with live action. So they're going to tell that story. Not the same story, right? right. but pieces of the overall arching story with these six-episode shots, 12-episode shots. Yeah, it's kind of, I think it's a good foothold for the Star Wars universe to have, because then they can... Kind of ride that out and use those bits and pieces of whatever to oh, sure, create yeah, a, yeah. hopefully an overall, you know, better picture because they need one. Right. They definitely definitely need one. Well, in
0: the comics, we've had a bunch of cool things happening in the comics. Like we introduced this whole idea of the Red Dawn, all stuff. It's that, stuff that came from Solo. Yeah. So we have Kira running around. Kira's the uh, other Han Solo girlfriend. Yeah. Um. So or the Queen of Dragons. <laughs> Come on, you man. Know?
1: You don't think that stops there with Han, do you? No, 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 no not at all. That's a girl she's, in every. She's the other one from the.
0: From the, from the other... it's
1: the Indiana Jones space right there, man. It's true. What does he say about love? What does he need? I know. I love you. I know.
0: Yeah. No, he's, he's, he's been, he, he is a Cavalier man. That's true.
1: Oh, man. Somebody mm-hmm. says, I love you. You say, yeah, I know.
0: I, <laughs> what a line.
1: Can you imagine you say that? Like, some guy says it to a supermodel wife. I, I know.
0: Right. Well, <laughs> it might not go so well nowadays, but yeah, uh, at the time, it was good. fantastic.
1: God, he said something similar. To Maryland, in, it's not the years, I don't know. He said something, Harrison Ford, man.
0: Oh, that guy's great.
1: Oh, yeah, anyway, go ahead.
0: No, no, yeah. yeah. As far as the thing, like, they're using pieces of like her story with things that could have maybe been in a sequel to Solo, maybe, maybe not. So we get oh, some more yeah. of her, which is cool. Well,
1: yeah. And if you want another good one, like you're saying, Steve, I think the Darth Vader comic has been just fantastic. Oh yeah. And fun, that's great. Start, doing. Start, yeah. yeah. He's
0: great. Like oh, all this Pac stuff is awesome. Both star Wars and like this current run, this, this series we're on right now, like where it picks up is directly after empire. And in the star Wars book, we have Luke sitting back in the, the, the Falcon, 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 Falcon. Falcon. It's not Falcon. Millennium Falcon. There you go. Got it right. That the
1: time. Millennium Falcon. Third, third time's charm. With no the hand. Kessel Run. Exactly. In 12
0: parsecs. That's what I'm talking about. He's with his no hand. And he's like, everybody lie to me. My entire life's been a lie. And it's like, oh, dude, you're you're right. That hurts in a different kind of way. Because uh, I guess I never really thought about that. But you're right. Your uh, entire life's been a lie. And it's only more of a lie as you go for a minute. And Here then you it go, gets buddy. sort of better. But on the other side of that coin, which is the Vader series you're talking about, Vader's like, now they know he's really alive. Who lied to me and who's still alive?
1: And I'm going to kill them all. Exactly. It does it in such awesome. great ways. Oh, the way he casts a great web, pulls it tight, and then,
0: oh. Well, I'm go back to Naboo hunting people that might have known things. Well, I'm rooting for It's him. awesome. I love it. I'm rooting for him. Oh, it's yeah. It's hard not to root for him. No, us, yeah. Dude. The way it's written, the way it's put together, it's Oh yeah. It's, it's opposite sides of the same coin. But yeah, it's it's very intriguing.
1: Yeah, good writing, you know, it looks good, great art. And, you know, it, it hits all the Star Wars buttons for me. Oh, yeah. That's what I love about the comics. They hit all the Star Wars buttons. I think that's why the novels were so popular. That's why the video games were so popular. They gave the audience that was hungry for content that, that content.
0: Right, yeah. Man, when it comes to pieces that – there's just so much other stuff out there that they did that was just so great.
1: Well, you know, I mean, I think – The renaissance, certainly, that comic books and, you know, sci-fi in general has experienced since about 2010, I guess, or maybe even a little bit after, like maybe a little bit before that, as the whole world kind of shifted in the idea of, you know, what... And pop culture is made up of and kind of embraced that whole thing and pushed it to the forefront. Right, we, they've been riding that wave ever since. And I think you know Disney wants Disney Marvel is going to try to keep riding that wave. And so you look this is where the wave's going into twenty twenty three. Um, right, is this it's going to be more of the same? You know, they're going to deliver these pieces. They're going to hit you with this, this, and this. I don't think they changed the formula up. I'm I'm excited about it. I mean, I liked. What I saw in not only the reveal, but I liked where a lot of things were finishing up as far as bookwise goes. Love what McKay's doing with the Moon Knight.
0: Oh yeah. That's Chad. fantastic. Yeah, the
1: whole vampire thing's been awesome. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Werewolf by night tie-in, the annual. Oh yeah, yeah. Super good. That's been really cool. Um, you know, and everything else Marvel has, I think, like I said, that Renaissance is truly maybe finally getting full throat, finding full flower. And I do know, and we've talked about this a lot on this podcast, where they go from here, because once you're on top, it's almost harder to stay up there. Oh, for sure. And to keep bringing good stuff to the table.
0: Right. I and mean, there's still a handful of books that are floundering or whatever. And they're, they're finding their feet with not, with not casting such a wide net with some of the books and some of the stuff that people are tired of with the soapboxes is finally sort of drowned itself out a little bit, at least for now. Uh, when it comes to the movies, I mean, we got a lot of movies next year, a lot of them. So I think that's awesome. I think more of the same for Marvel, uh, DC. It's going to be interesting to see where it goes. Right,
1: that's probably where we're finished here with this podcast episode. Because sure. you know Gunn, and you know if you probably don't know already, and, and one of the worst things to happen to probably a nicer guy ever, Henry Cavill, right, quits The Witcher to do Superman, and then he gets fired, right, by Gunn from Superman.
0: Which it, it's so, I get there is a lot of baggage with that Superman. There is.
1: It's and a. It's the financial decision you have to make. It. You have to. Well, it's it's financially more viable, Steve. Don't you think? To start with a clean slate. So you can have for time the world, you want?
0: Sure. I mean, you got to look at the as far as his reasoning. And I'm not saying he's right, but as far as his reasoning, if you look at the age of Henry Cavill, yeah, the man still looks decent. Give him ten more years, he's still probably gonna look fine. Yeah. But if you're looking at 15 years of movies and planning 15 years of movies, well, I mean, you can see age in him from movie. Man of Steel to now, you can dev- you can see it. It's there regardless, and that's just how the world works. Uh, as far as longevity, comic books have the benefit of Batman being, being 35 for freaking ever, and that's fine. It doesn't matter how old they decide to make The Underlings because he's still 35, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to like real life and people, I mean, that's part of why we change actors in anything. But with Cabell, I think they I, – I, I get why. But I think they have a unique opportunity that's something that just like, and I'm sure money wise, it would be scary. And I'm not sure in the world, if anybody hears this and knows Mr. James Gunn, you know, this is a freebie, bro. 100%. In the grand scheme of things, like with the Zack Snyder series, we turn around, we gave Zack Snyder X amount of dollars go finish your movie, bro. We'll have you release it, which is unheard of. Nothing goes back to the fired director and says, Here's a second chance. Let's see what your version of this movie is. Yes, we get director's cuts. Yes, we get adaptions, whatever. But nothing savor that movie has done that. And we get a four-hour epic that it is better, but it's still, you know, rough. Eh. But that doesn't matter. That's not part of the point of this. Understate. The point of this, with Flashpoint. Your talent since, for
1: understatement is well,
0: you know, righteous, try, my try, friend. Try to, try to keep it light. Rough. Um, <laughs> try to keep it light. <laughs> Otherwise, it's like, man, that rabbit hole of Michael Pena. Just, it's a rabbit
1: hole, dude. It's a four yeah. hour rabbit hole, man. Sorry God. to interrupt your train of thought. Yeah, no, you're thinking good. about it now, but. For, I echo these the... sentiments you're talking about because of the mess right. you're referring to and untangling that kind of metaphorical knot right. that it is now. Which, which is
0: what the baggage comes with that particular right. Superman. Mm-hmm. Except that we're going to be releasing Flashpoint anyway. Now, unless something major, majorly changes before next year, they've spent so much money and so much time in that movie. That even with Ezra Miller's sad, sad stake in life at the moment, or misguided, I don't know, whatever you want to call the guy, um, as a thing, regardless of any of that, that movie's still going to get released in some fashion. And that is your do-over button for literally everything. It is. Because totally. that's what it yeah. was in the comic yep. books. That's exactly what the thing is. You want to recast him afterwards? Sure, put Grant in there from the TV series. His show's ending, so Why not? Do we need another? Does he? Does he want to do that for the rest of his life? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't seem like a worst thing in life to be, but I as can a think thing, worst things, right? Hundred percent. So, like, when it comes to the you, week, could be stilt man, which could be fantastic, but or more big likely would be. Would you rather be oh, stilt man. man or big wheel? You know, Steve? the movies
1: <laughs> I'm so sorry. You just uh, made me think about well, the C-list villains. I don't even know if that's C-list. It, oh, bro. It's pretty rough. That's rough.
0: Yeah, Big but Wheel. Marvel is supposedly God, aiming at one of those for a Spider-Man villain. Uh, and it was re- just announced, I think, today. I think it's Big Wheel, isn't it? No. Um, oh, is it, it Stilt oh, gosh. It's the music one. And I know the name, but I God. can't remember it now. I
1: think the last time I remember Stilt Man was reading um, Tony Stark's Armor Wars. With the right. centurion armor was <laughs> when he was wearing the red and white.
0: My goodness! Oh yeah! Wow! Well, he gave him crazy. I mean, well, it's a dude with his legs, which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, no, 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 no. Right? What a concept! Um, what a great 1960s concept modernized. Right.
0: Before we get back to DC stuff, it's Hypno Hustler that they're going to be doing supposedly a movie for.
1: Hypno <laughs> Hustler. What was the dude? Who was the dude? It Was Was it Leapfrog in She-Hulk? It was. Okay, that's right. Yeah. The costume. Oh my God, the costume. It's,
0: <laughs> I mean, it's comic accurate. Yes, it is. So there's that.
1: There is. Steve, you're like, well, at least yeah. it's comic
0: accurate. Yeah, it was. it was. It was. It looked right. But
1: he was totally there just for comic relief. Oh, 100%. Absolutely. Totally was. Yeah.
0: So whether Donald Glover delivers us a fantastic movie for the Hypno Hustler or not, I well, I guess we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Donald is fantastic. So, I mean, I'm He's sure he will do He will do something that is at least worth watching. Sorry,
1: queer side note. Did you know he was actually going to do an FX series for Deadpool?
0: Oh, no. Yeah. That's he was cool. going to write
1: it. Him and it's a team that did Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. He was going to write a Deadpool series for FX. Oh, I know. I, th- I think it was animated if I wasn't wow. mistaken. I know. I read the treatment for the first script. Sounded good.
0: Wow, oh, man. That's unfortunate. That's cool.
1: It is. Yeah. No, it would have been fun to see him. Do some of that, um, right? But yeah, he's he's a talented fella, but again, I guess, <laughs> we'll,
0: see. We'll, I guess see. we'll see. I guess we'll mean, see. I mean,
1: that's that's the funny thing is you get deeper into the the universe, you gotta find, you gotta polish, you gotta polish turds. Sure, you know,
0: yeah, you know, find a piece of fruit, shine it up, it's you know, yeah, well, clean I, it off, I'm, yeah.
1: Yeah, think, we'll see. I, I think most of them are emboldened by what Gunn did with the Guardians. It sure. Takes, takes I a, think that's a lot of the, the choices right. they're making. And then, of course, that. what he did with Peacemaker, you know, right. that idea of like characters Same kind of thing. that nobody would care about in the first place or no. To have no attachment to beforehand says, okay, cool. Right. As a new totally piece of, of entertainment, it is viable.
0: Oh, no, it totally is. Yeah. And, and with that, I mean, the, to get back to the Gunn scenario, mm-hmm. you have the benefit of the Flashpoint to recast whoever. And I'm sure that that'll be part of what we use for the new Superman or whatever. But as a thing, what I would like to see and why don't, it's not going to happen, but what I I would like is for us to go through and flashpoint the other movies in a way to tailor the pieces you need. So what I mean by that is they have the streaming service, right? So we have the uh, HBO Max, and while they're not wanting to spend any money over there, which is understandable, I think just like when they released the Snyder Cut, it drew a lot of viewers into the Snyder Cut, People to subscribe for the month or for two months or for whatever it was to get the Snyder cut. Yeah, if you were to turn around and release a flashpoint version of Man of Steel, where you fix the biggest broken problems to make it sit in the universe with the rest of what you're wanting to move forward with, you could. Do I think you're going to? No, it's a lot of money. It'd be a lot of time. I mean, I could do it with like three hours with Henry Cavill and we'd be fine. But, but as a thing, what I mean by that is like we we have a Superman from and you can love. You can love all those movies all you want. Yeah, but we have a Superman that watches his dad die because he chose to.
1: There's a lot of problems. I understand. So it, like Snyder's vision wasn't no free of hiccups like that. Right. You know, when you tell stories in that medium, obviously you have to cut corners. Sure, and they're pretty obvious when it happens. But I think my fear, Steve, is with the Flashpoint mm-hmm. that all they do is like three weeks of reshoots, and you get. A small post-credit cutscene that right. then basically is the starting point. Not, not to be too on the nose for whatever Gunn has planned. So, you know, you erase Ezra, you erase everything from right. the Snyder cut to what Patty Jenkins did with Wonder Woman to maybe even Aquaman. You know? I. Yeah. Because all of that stuff, I, it's, it's like you say, if you're going to get rid of Cavill... You, why aren't you going to get rid of Godot Why aren't right. you going to get rid of Momoa? You know, And I understand there's interest in letting Affleck direct another movie, but it might not be a Batman movie, because Affleck, I mm. think, wants to do a superhero movie. He's a good director. Yes. He's a good movie maker, period, yes. I think, ben Affleck. So it's not a bad idea. But as far as having any of those continue to star, Steve, I think you put the big point out there, the big glaring issue of... Is it financially viable to pay Cavill for the next 10, 15 years without people noticing him being 50 years old and playing Superman who's supposed to be 35? It's just like Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck played a great old Batman because he's that age. Right. You know, it was probably easy for him (laughs) to be like, oh, I'm like almost approaching 40-year-old man doing CrossFit. Yeah. yeah. And he looked great. Absolutely. He looked great, but... His character was definitely very much leaning into feeling the age and the whole kind of new guard, old guard, you know, passing of the torch. But, right. I mean, I can see Gunn doing that and maybe doing it even cheekily, uh, you know, saying, Oh yeah, by the way, boom, here's this. See you next year, or whenever we get to this crap. Right. Yeah. I I guess I fear that. I mean, you know, to say goodbye to whatever it was over the past. Yeah, because it was 2012 that Man of Steel came out.
0: I believe so, yes. Yeah, to
1: say goodbye to the past decade of whatever DC was doing with all that would be hard for me. Sure. I know that. I like Momoa. I like Adat. I liked all that stuff. But, you know, in the end, I don't make the decisions. Right. I mean, I can only be as unhappy as I want to be forever. I want to be unhappy,
0: man. you You don't want to be that. No, right. Yeah, as far as a, a retread, I think it makes sense with the uh, shifting. I don't necessarily like it, and I think that you could repackage around it. Sure. But it is a lot of baggage and things you'd have to change. Yeah. I mean, as far as a Flashpoint, you could even do it with a gl- batch of glimpses. I mean, if you look back to the actual Flashpoint comic, at the end of the issue, there's a point where Flash is running trying to make sure he lands in the right universe, and we have a character named uh, Pandora, who doesn't matter now anymore at all, who is talking to him about... you know. Mid- Things you do will change things. Blah, blah blah blah, and when he spits out, he's in the New Fifty Two universe where they you know basically restarted the universe for the most part. Granted, Batman, Green Lantern stayed the same, and everything else kind of went back to zero.
1: I never got why Jeff Johns liked that Pandora character so much.
0: Well, if she would have paid off,
1: I, I mean, he, I saw the her in the New Fifty Two Justice League too. It is a good idea, but shoe shoehorning. You he know what shoehorning never, is?
0: Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. So they just. They, the idea that any of the first issues of every one of the new 52 original books, she does make a cameo, yep, she's in all of them, yeah. So, the idea of like her payoff, I just don't okay. think it ever came to fruition. She reminded me
1: of that access, that Axel guy who yeah. became access right. from Marvel versus DC.
0: Same idea, yeah. So, when it comes to like pieces in the world for that stuff, if we took the page from the end of that, I don't care if you make it Michael Keaton's voice, make it whatever voice you want to make it, talking to him as he goes, if the scenes we see. Are scenes from the Snyder Cut slightly different? Or scenes from Wonder Woman slightly different? Enough so that it tells us, well, this is changing too. I'm not saying major differences, like, you know, whatever. But, like, you could spin it along in a way to where we spin it on the other side. Just like the comic books, all these characters look the same, but are not the same. But again, with the longevity of playing the part of a person... If you're gonna play Superman for another ten years, I'm not saying the man can't do it. I'm just saying that from Gunn's perspective, he has to aim at something different. That's why he's doing what he's doing. Do I think it's disappointing? Yeah, I mean Harry Cavill is great. Yeah. But as a thing, I can see why.
1: Look, the the viewing public, Steve, I think isn't gonna have a long enough attention span to really care by the time. <laughs> you time got a, comes you got a very down. good point. Like, it, it, whether he
0: shows up again or not doesn't really matter. They people right. allow well, the Batman movies all be connected in sequels, and they clearly were not. Right.
1: So. And, you know, speaking of attention spans, my man, let's wrap this one up yes, right sir. here, brother. Uh, our last episode. Thanks for sticking with us. Thanks for riding with us. For the men who look bad in, in spandex, uh, we wrapped up you know, 2022 pretty good. 2023 looks fun. You know, Steve, I know you're going to be open next week. Um, so if you've got any last-minute Christmas shopping to do, I always recommend comic books because anybody that I can get into the world, I'm just going to get my claws on. <laughs> yeah, less right? creepily, less creepily. But yeah, you know, Steve, like I said, there's a lot of great things kind of ending and wrapping up, not only here, but also extending into great runs that are lined up for 2022. What do you got uh, for us, my man?
0: Man, as far as, like, things to watch for, I mean, we're getting a brand new Blade series. It's the Daughter of Blade, which should be really neat. Um, that's next year, of course. Um, man, as far as other books, they're going to be launching a brand new Superman series, uh, issue number one again. So we're doing a new Superman run. The current Batman run still going strong, so just get that anyway, because yeah, it's great. it's great. Uh, if you haven't checked in Barbaric, like I said earlier, they're getting ready to put out two soft covers for Volume 1 and Volume 2. Perfect time to get into it. So good. I mean, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, as far as grand scheme of the world, there's plenty of things on both sides of the fence that are neat. So it just depends what flavor thing you like. Um, I mean, as far as series are concerned.
1: Well, yeah, you don't even have to stick on either side of the fence, man. If no, you want to go all. off the beaten path with yeah, some yeah. image, with some valiant, with some, you know, uh, you know, top cow, whatever they got, you know, you, oh, yeah. you you got a great selection at the at the store, man. And we you're always getting books. That's true. Always getting new stuff. And you know what's great about it too? Uh, what I love is you always go get it. Whatever it is, you'll always go get it. You'll figure it out, and it's great, because I've never had to wait long. I, myself, am a little bit, you know, kind of terrible at keeping dates, so I get in, and I'll have, like, these packages, and it's almost like Christmas every month when you visit (laughs) big, you know, Stevie Claws, old Stevie Claws, the top five. Yeah, man, I appreciate you doing this with me, man, this entire year. We're going to get back into it in 2023, of course, but, hey... Much love to you, your family. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. You enjoy it. And uh, all you guys listening out there are the men in spandex. The men who look terrible, bad, terribly bad in spandex will be back. <laughs> right? That's a good, right? right? That's no, a good. No,
0: good out. That's us good out.
1: Tune in next time.
0: Right. Same bad time. Same bad channel. Same bad channel. Same bad channel. It's
1: fantastic. Yes, it is. All right. And a merry Christmas and a happy holidays to you guys out there as well. Thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time. It's the men who look bad in spandex.